Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Psychic America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today. Oh, did I make a mistake today? This is Tracy Brown coming to you today, December um, 13th. December 13th. How's everyone today? Um, we've had, is it me? Are we having some crazy weeks leading up to the new year? It's been tumultuous, tumultuous weeks leading up to the new year. And I have some comments on YouTube, and I don't quite know how to address it. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, trying to figure out how to address some of the comments that I've gotten on YouTube on some of my videos, uh, one in particular. But I don't even know if I should address it or should I just say something or I don't I don't know what to do. Oh, maybe I'll ask Malcolm about it. So every, oh, oh my God, I'm stuttering today. Let's welcome Malcolm, the ordinary but political guy. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy, what's up? How you doing? Not bad. How are you? Tornado didn't hit me yesterday, so um, quite wonderful. Wait, what hit you? <laughs> I said a tornado did not hit me. So the tornado hit South LA yesterday. Um, well, you hear about it? Well, there's there were two issues this week in LA, which I didn't find out until after the fact. The first one was the fire on Monday. Oh, the fire in downtown LA. LA. The fire I didn't even your... see it, Malcolm. I was nowhere in the LA vicinity on Monday. I didn't find out until I got home. It was national news. <laughs> oh, you could have been anywhere in the country. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't get the memo, huh? <laughs> well for me it I wasn't. I didn't that find problem. out until the late night news at eleven thirty. Oh wow. Yeah, it was huge. Right. And, and I, all over downtown I, Los Angeles you could you could smell it, but you know that that apartment complex that the that the major first one, the major one that caught on fire. That was uh, it's funny because the week prior, you know, me and one of the guys I worked with, we were going out uh, into the field and we were driving on the freeway past the complex. And I, you know, I had seen it before, and because I don't go that way often, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I remarked that one is so close to the freeway, and mm-hmm. two, you know, it was a huge complex. And you know, I just see I have this thing about living close to freeways because of Noise quality and air quality, but, you know, issues yes. that, you know. But I get it. The place, mm-hmm. was, the place was massive, and, you know, when it when they, they said that it was on fire, you know, now, mind you, in downtown Los Angeles, there are a lot of projects going on. So when I, you know, because I always watch the news before I go to work. And, mm. you know, I was like, okay, because, you know, my, my first thought was there's one over, you know, in another part of the city, and I thought it might be that one. But mm-hmm. as it turns out, this one was the one that that did catch on fire was mostly finished. I mean, it was mostly mm. a, fin- a, done, a done project. You know, they were just you know finishing mm. up on it. And, you know, obviously mm. somebody mm-hmm. set it on fire, and then you had another project that was actually closer to where you live at. Uh, 
on the same day? That same morning, like a couple of hours apart. So the fire department's running around thinking this is ours, just straight up. Mm. Not even, you know, because I actually saw when I was going to work that morning, I saw some fire trucks at the complex that I thought might have been on fire, and they were over there questioning the, um, the uh, construction workers. And they, you know, and I, when I walked by, the guy said something about a guy in a gray sweatshirt, and I was like, they're looking for an arsonist. They have an idea who that arsonist is. Wow. That's a that's an amazing task to pull off if you're an arsonist, though. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there, it would have to be insurance fraud or something like that. It would have to be like that huge of a. And you know, and of course, just like if you murder somebody, the first person that the investigators look at is the person who has something to gain from it. So mm-hmm. I'm sure the arsonist. Investigators are looking at the owner, but the owner's already said he's rebuilding it. And it's, it's again, you know, the, the first place they went up was so close to completion that that's crazy. Uh, and there was so much money involved in it. Unless he found out halfway through or three quarters of the way through that there was something that was just completely wrong with it, and your only choice was to tear it down or burn it down. You know, oh. I, I I don't see the, the incentive for him. Well, I'm just thinking that if it was Austin, that's for the first fire. I I actually didn't hear about the second fire, but for the first fire, if it was Austin to burn a huge complex like that down, like, like, that would have to be an organized plan. Uh, no. Especially if you're telling me it was almost finished. It was oh, almost finished. If you, if you, well, I mean, and you might be right only because the other part of that story is that there's a fire department like literally across the street from this place. You know, so and, and so when the fire department, you know, when, when they said they opened their doors, the fire was so intense that you know they they didn't even they pulled out their trucks, but they literally just clipped into a fire, a fire hydrant nearby. And ran. No, they didn't watch. They ran up and tried to fight it, but you know it was fully engulfed at that point. So you might be right. Maybe somebody lit it in a whole bunch of places, and you know, because if it was just like something electrical and it started in one section, they mm-hmm. would have caught it before it got out of hand. And this oh, thing that's was what so I mean. bad. Yeah. This this one was so bad that there's a, a two big towers that are right near that complex. I don't, I don't know if you are are ever in that area, but those those complexes, you know, a lot half those offices in those two towers are manned by city agencies. So mm-hmm. we had a couple of our agencies that you know completely their employees had to be re- relocated because those buildings, while not destroyed, were damaged and, and they have floors where the cubicles were melted. Of course, you know, a fire that hot is going to cause the sprinkler systems to come on, so computers just mm. so. Mm. A lot of agencies had to relocate their staff. Some some of the people still haven't been back to work. You know what, Malcolm? I didn't even smell it though. For the like, I got home. Like, you know how when something's going on, you're like, oh my god, I smell a fire. I wonder what happened. But you don't see anything. I didn't even smell it when I got home. Well, and then I turn on the home? news. Like, I got home late. I got home. I don't know, ten minutes to eleven. And did you come through the downtown area? I mean, because basically by, no, no. by mid, 
by midday, by the end of the day, there was nothing to smell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, okay, it's, I it's, not, it's, it's not oh. like it was like a, like when you get some of these uh, wildfires up in the in the, the the hills and stuff that we get here. Those things uh-huh. just, you know smell for days because right, they're right, so right. big and, and encompass such a large you know area of, of brush and stuff that the smell lingers. I mean, it gets up in the yeah. atmosphere. It, that doesn't go away. Whereas this was just an yeah. apartment complex. Okay, all right. It was a so big apartment have... complex, but it's just an apartment complex. Mhm, mhm. Well, I didn't discover it until I turned the news on, and I okay. was shocked. Well, well, like I said, I was down there, so it, it, it did create a little bit of a uh, logistical problem because they, you know, they, they had to shut down the one ten freeway because. Uh, oh, they had scaffolding wow. on the side of the building, and, and as you know, fire was raining down on the freeway. The freeway was completely damaged. It was closed for like the next day and a half. What? So you weren't aware. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was. They closed. Yeah, they didn't I was open, not aware. They didn't open up the southbound lanes, and it, this was on the northbound side. So they didn't open up the southbound lanes until the next day. The northbound lanes that didn't really get going until the day after. And, and and part of the problem was some of the freeway signs were were destroyed and melted, so you know Caltrans had to come in and replace them. Wait, the freeway signs that are made out of metal were melted? Kind of. I mean, they were destroyed. I didn't say melted. Uh, oh, so parts okay. Of the free, parts of the freeway surface was melted because the freeway surface is not. It's just you know different combinations of concrete and asphalt. And, you okay. know, especially asphalt doesn't take well to, to a whole bunch of heat. It tends to break mm-hmm. down for elements that melt. <laughs> so with all that being said, we then had a tornado yesterday, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I, I don't know if you're aware that a lot of people aren't. Tornadoes can happen anywhere on the planet. Typically, they happen in certain areas. But they can happen anywhere, just like earthquakes can happen anywhere. Typically, they happen in certain areas. Well, I heard in the news yesterday that the formation of tornadoes and the the technical aspect of a tornado forming in the sky happens most in California, anywhere between Inglewood and Anaheim. You mean this tornado that happened yesterday? No, 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 no. That, okay, this is what I heard on the news yesterday, that California, out of the 50 states, has the most tornadoes. That's not true, Latrice. Okay, I'm just telling you what the news said. <laughs> they are out of their minds. That is not true. That's not even remotely true. The news said it. I think it was KCLA. Well, see, that goes back to you can't have everything that they tell you. But that's what he does for a living, Malcolm. Why would he lie to me? He does this for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he lie to me? (laughs) I need to believe in him. No, I need to believe in him. Because this this will be a problem now. I don't contact people when they do stuff like that. Because I like to stuff. Huh? Who said this? Oh, God, the old guy with the gray hair. He's getting older now. Um, there, there are old guys with gray hair. 
what channel were you looking at? What channel were you looking at? It was 10 o'clock, so one of the 10 o'clock news. I thought it was Channel 5. Channel 5, that's KTLI. Um, See, I don't watch that one, so I I couldn't tell you who it is. Okay. I'm going to check on the Internet. Okay. Anyway, so I can tell you how the planet was formed. I'm not a meteorologist or anything, but, um, you know, typically tornadoes form because you have competing air levels. So you have a, a... uh, a layer of warm air and a layer of cold air. They kind of come together, and mm-hmm. you get this, this. The sky is uncomfortable at that time, so that's what I could put it. So they're fighting against each other, so it, it you get like a circular winds. You get high winds. You get a lot of stuff. Usually there's a lot of rain involved. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, you know, because you get these, these competing air masses, you know, it causes the formation of these funnels that drop down to the ground with the higher ones. And, and, you know, some of them are short-lived. I mean, because the one that hit South L.A. was a, a, a F-0, which is the lowest level that you can get, right? Still, it's yeah. bad because, you know, we don't get tornadoes. But we right. it because all it takes is the right, you know, because, you know, we're in this planet, and, and the planet is constantly doing stuff all the time. we got, you know, lows and highs. If you listen to the news, it's like there's a low parked over here, there's a high coming down. And a lot of the stuff is tied into the jet stream. So you have these air masses that are just, just constantly going all over the whole. That's why this stuff can happen anywhere. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not just for one, one place, but what happens is you have other things that come into play, and, and the air masses are the the air masses tend to collide, and that's where you get these, you find, especially when it's cold and warm, coming together. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, we got our little tornado. We don't get them that often, which almost never happens. Whoever said we get them often is crazy because we have a place in this country called Tornado Alley that gets them. They literally get them all the time. <laughs> so how we would come up on that. <laughs> How we would go to follow us to have a tornado when there's I can I can show you Tornado Alley. I mean, just, in fact, just type Tornado Alley into the, your internet browser, and you will see the area of the country that gets the most tornadoes. I'm telling you, he said California and anywhere between Inglewood and Anaheim. That sounds like a crackhead, but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad. Between England and Anaheim, huh? Just England and Anaheim. I know. Sometimes I look at, like, shows, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to speak this, you know, because I'm going to repeat it, and you're making me feel like an idiot. Well, only – and I, I don't want you to feel like an idiot. I'm just saying that, you know, everybody who tells you something, they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, He's they don't, a weatherman. You know, this is what he does for a living. He educates what? on TV. Okay, but, okay, you understand that the weathermen on TV, not all of them are meteorologists. No, the but the girls on TV are not meteorologists. Most of the well, men are. Not most of the men, no. You know the downtown for Chris Coleman? Yes. He's a comedian. Chris Coleman? Really? He's a, a comedian. <laughs> what? Anyway. 
So <laughs> no need to debate the <laughs> who's the meteorologist. It's funny, <laughs> you know. On, a, on just on a side note, there's a guy that works for uh, Channel Eleven who actually really smart meteorologist. Now when he talks, people should listen. But he's actually not even on on air weather person for that network. They use him for traffic. Wow, that's crazy. I guess because he's brave enough to get in a helicopter. I, you know, I really <laughs> those death traps. Um, so anyway, that's where you know the fact that CNN showing the, the the stuff on it, and I actually kind of recognize where that's at. Looks like it's near your house. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but it hit in the south, so you know it was south of downtown Los Angeles. So I haven't spoken to my uh, any of my family members because. That's where most of them live, south of downtown Los Angeles. Wow. So. Well, I saw it on the news, and the roofs were ripped. ripped the roof were ripped apart. Yeah, that's what a tornado will do. I mean, you know, because not that anybody builds for tornadoes because you really can't. Um, really. Mhm. I, I mean, because they're so strong and so concentrated, it, it's. You know, it's just, you can't really do it. Like, we can build for earthquakes. You know, not all earthquakes, but, you know, right. with that, you know, and with their, their stuff, you can do to reinforce your, your structures. But yeah. um, tip, typically, you know, when Mother Nature wreaks havoc, there's you know, not a lot of we humans that we can do about it. Run and hide, yeah. best you can do. So. Yeah, and pray your number is not up. <laughs> Um, so. Anyway, you were saying something when I came on. You were saying something that you're having issues with something. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. So, race is a big issue today, and it's been a big issue since it's, <clears throat> it's been growing since forever. Since forever. <laughs> since <laughs> <forever>. <laughs> and it's certainly at this point it's the biggest issue affecting our nation. It's sad right now. Um, And I kind of feel like we're back in the 60s almost, where it's it's climaxing. Does that make sense to you? Are you feeling that? I mean, I don't remember the 60s, but... See, I don't know. I don't don't feel the climax part. (laughs) Really? No, no, I mean, climax into what? Climax, typically in my idea, means that we're coming to a head and something's going to happen. And I'm not That's sure I see I'm... anything happening. Um, um, I mean, I see a lot of things happening, but, you know, it, I don't see a big fix, like, coming down the pike, you know. Just, I don't know. It, it's kind of, we're in this, like, like area where it's, it's I don't know. I, this is the, it's the thing that, that confused me, because I'm, I'm kind of lost with this. I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, I... They're, in fact, they're having this big march on Washington. They just, well, they just had it. It was this morning. Yeah. And you had the, the mothers of all these recently killed, well, black men, because you had the Eric Garner mother, his the mother and wife was there. You had uh, the Michael Brown's mother was there. The, the kid in, in Cleveland who the police rolled up and just executed, his mother was there. That, to me, that one was the worst case because that one's on film. And I don't know if you've ever seen a video of that. They didn't even no. bother to get out the police car dead. They 
the car was still rolling. The guy jumps out, and I don't see how it was possible where he even said freeze. He just opened fire. He literally mm. jumps out of the car and starts shooting. The kid is down before you know it. All on mm. camera. It's like, you know, and now and the coroner in that area, in, in that case has ruled that that shooting a homicide. I don't know what that means for that officer. But doesn't that's mean anything. Officer. Doesn't well, mean doesn't anything mean, well, because Eric Gardner yeah, was ruled a homicide. That's true. That's true. And so doesn't they went to the grand anything. jury because you know there's a the federal government wants to to step in and, and, and make sure that cases like this. Um, when they go to the grand jury, it's not argued by the local prosecutor. It should be, you know, there should be a commission that actually oversees stuff like this because, you know, whoever argues, like if a prosecutor argues in front of the grand jury, it's kind of whatever he wants is what he's going to get. And if the, the prosecutor is kind of arguing that the case isn't, doesn't warrant to go any further, that's what you're going to get, which is what happened in the Eric, the Eric Garner case. You know, right. they, didn't, they didn't push it. And so you don't get anything. Same thing with the with the Michael Brown shooting. But it's you know, also like, intimidation. You understand that it's, it's you know people for the most part like to listen to authority for the most part, and they are afraid to go against authority. We've seen it time and time again. It has nothing to do with um, this particular case. When nine eleven went down, the authority said to the people in the other building, "Go back upstairs." People like to which listen is, to authority. Which is why you should, people should learn to think for themselves. Because if I had been in those buildings, they say go back up to your, your go back <laughs> to your desk. Unless I was above the, the airplane strike, I'm leaving because a plane is the building. You know? <laughs> and I don't I, care who's telling you, if, if a, a plane is the building, it's time to leave until I, they figure this out. I'm on your you know, side. I hear you. But my point to you is people like to listen to authority. And so I would think, Malcolm, you, I would think that most people would have a hard time not taking instructions from an authority figure, even if it's twisted in, in a case in the grand jury, even if it's twisted. I think I it's hard to decipher and look at that situation and see that you're being hoodwinked. But I will tell you, I think it was with the Brown case, it was nine um, non-blacks, three blacks, and the three blacks were against it. But you only needed nine to move forward. That in itself is a problem. Well, that's, that's They had that's set the up problem. the grand jury so that only nine needed to move forward or not move forward with the case. And, and then... They had only three blacks. Well, you know, and, and let's go back to the you know the, the problem that we initially started with, which was we race is an issue in this country. And race is an issue. You know, sometimes you know I, I know you can't argue these cases without bringing in race, but if, if say I was a, a non-black person and yeah. I'm on a jury, should it matter mm-hmm. what? What the nationality of the person who got shot is, you know, at that, it's oh, almost like it's important. It, it should just say these are the facts of what happened, and then, you know, forget about what color the people were. This is what happened. Judge but on the I merit. think that's what we want to see. I think. Yeah, but they right. never do it. They, it's always about, you know, the, the white cop, the black kid, you know, because 
I, I would say if black cops were going around executing white kids at this level, <laughs> there would be a, a national there uprising. There would be a problem. There would be a problem. <laughs> what? You can't do that, but that's not where we're at. So, right. So with that being said, then you have people like Sean, who I do the videos with on Fridays, who don't keep up with any of this stuff. Nothing. He keeps up with nothing. He is concerned only with Sean. I kind of gathered that from watching your videos. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so... Because it doesn't know, but he's not unlike a lot of people because people only care about what affects them. Right, right. And we even had that dialogue because I was like, okay, it's been, you know, a rough week. And he said something and I was like, I was like, oh, the whole Eric Garner and Mike Brown. And he was like, who are they? You know? <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> well, but see, but if you look at the protest, you know, I will say there are a lot of people that are out protesting of all nationalities. And I think that, that part yes. of it is kind of neat to me. Because, you know, you're seeing yeah. all nationalities, all ages out there walking, you know, with the same Which I idea. love. Yeah. I love Well, no, that. that's yes. great. That's great. That, but that that's no that. different. If you go back to the 60s, 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 that's no different than the 60s, Malcolm. Well, yeah, the 60s. Same in terms of, like, who was participating in the protest. It was white and black alike. There were plenty of people yeah, across the board that was, like, we're uncomfortable with this, and we're going to stand and fight with our people. We want to fight for the people. That's why it was like I feel like it's all coming back again. But in any case, well, let's so, hope. keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. But, but Malcolm, if the 60s come back, and we're also dealing, we would hope, with much more intelligence, availability of intelligence, availability, you know, to go grab it, to go after it, internet and all that stuff, then it's a heightened level of protesting. There's a heightened level of demand. And so I think it could actually get uglier than it actually got in the 60s. Although in the 60s it actually was pro- protested peacefully, but the blacks got bombed, mutilated, <laughs> Heat up, like it was horrible as a culture in the 60s. And well, I just think yeah. this group, this group today, the group that's going on, the the, the people of today, they're they're like, yeah, not going to happen. We're going to fight back, and that includes not only protesting but deterioration of their communities. Well, this is a different era, and and we different have era. different means of of communication. So I think you're alluding to the internet and the way yeah. information is, is dispensed at this time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot more information available there, but then like we spoke about the last time, there's also a lot more availability for people to comment on stuff and you know and, and so what's different now is that like back in the sixties the racists were still there. Like the you know, people that are in Ku Klux Klan and all these you know, anti-black organizations, they were still there, but they sort of got beaten into submission to where they didn't want to reveal themselves. And yeah. nowadays, the racists aren't hiding. They, they're they're on the comment section, and they're, they're saying all kinds of vile racist stuff. Now, mind you, I believe those people are a true minority. They're not, it's not a 
a lot of people that feel that way, you know, mm-hmm. as, as shown by the number of non-black people out there protesting. So I think that there are a number of people that have these really strong, you know, racial views that believe that the only the only good race is the white race and everything else is, is, is a bunch of mongrels and dogs. And, you know, and that's well, the problem. Well, you know what? I'm not even sure if I see that. What I see in terms of, like, racial epithets is, like, they blame everything on Obama, everything. Like, the looting that's going yeah, on, all that the, the problem with Ferguson, well, if it wasn't for Obama, I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. That's no. part of it because, you know, him being uh, half African-American, because, you know, some people claim he's half white, so which he is. Right. So right. him being, you know, what he is, you know, as far as, his nationality. Some people claim mm-hmm. he's a Muslim. So that's a whole other thing. But um, so what if he is? Like, I don't even get that. I don't get that either. Has, so what right, if he it, is? It, it, it has no bearing. It has no bearing. <laughs> I mean, it's like being mad at somebody <laughs> because what? they're you know they're Baptist, you know, or, or be mad at somebody right. because they're Protestant. Right. To me, that's he's not. You know, but that's non, not the point. A non-issue. Uh, a non-issue. Non-issue. We. Huh? I'm what sorry, because, you? you know, I, I always have the news on while I'm talking to you. So, you know, they have the uh, the lady over at Sony Pictures whose emails were released in the hacking thing. They, you know, North Korea's hacked into them because they're going to release that movie, the interview with with um, Seth Rogen and James Franco. Uh-huh. So the emails of Sony got hacked, and then they released some of them. And the, the one of the heads of Sony Pictures said such derogatory things about so many different people, including the president. It was just, you know, it was like, what? And I mean, there's actually a picture, yeah. a picture that, was, that was put out, you know, because she shared some things about Angelina Jolie as well. And she mm-hmm. ran into Angelina Jolie the day after. And, you know, it, it looks like she's actually trying to give her chicken pox at that time because Angelina Jolie ended up with <laughs> but, but Angelina That's Jolie is looking funny. at her like she just, she just farted in her face. I mean, she's like, what? Mm-hmm. Why are you talking to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But but that's the problem when you have you need people, you know, because a lot of people have these racist thoughts and, and these racist beliefs in their heads, and they don't mind saying them or just negative beliefs about the people that they deal with. So, you know, the stupid ones put it in an email, and this one got exposed. And I don't see how this lady has the job she has, you know, because I would think that you'd have to be kind of bright to have that job, but maybe not. Maybe you don't have to be that bright. Well, I think you have to be highly intelligent. It doesn't mean that you don't have racist thoughts. Well, yeah, but see, when I say bright, the bright you person mean bright. who would have their thoughts All aspects. Wouldn't, right. wouldn't email it to somebody else. That's what I right. talk about, bright. Right, absolutely. I'm not saying they don't have their thoughts. I'm saying you don't email it to the next guy. Or, I mean, because we all know that that there's stuff going on. You know, people have their own ways of thinking. But you don't write it down. (laughs) What's the stupidest thing in the world to me? It's like those those thugs, you know, when when YouTube first came out, all these little knucklehead thugs would do their crimes and then put it on YouTube. (laughs) You know, showing they robbed somebody, showing the money that they robbed. That's dumb. You deserve to get caught. It's kind of the same thing with this woman. She was, you know, so I'm sure she thought that her email couldn't get hacked. But come on, who who doesn't know that your email systems 
basically everything you do on a computer is kind of open and, and could be gone. I mean, all you have to do is no. refer back to when Eric Snowden released all the information on NSA that said they've been looking at a lot of people for a long time. That stuff is true. Your emails are not secure. Nothing you do on the Internet is really that secure. I mean, well, they have they have security messages in place where you can pay your bills and do stuff like that. But And that stuff gets hacked as well. I mean, it doesn't happen yes, it all does. the time, but it can yes, happen. It does. it does happen. Well, I think you well, and I actually... Happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened to me. <laughs> I would not have been able to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner if I was like eating a turkey and I get an alert that says your bank account has been compromised. Stop eating and deal with this. Which is what happened. Well, I to did you. stop eating and deal with it, but I dealt with it. I, I know. Once it was dealt with, I could eat fine. <laughs> I was completely secure that I was, you know, because I checked everything and I'm like, okay, now that I know everything's on lockdown, I'm fine. Well, I don't know if you remember. I tend to remember the oddest things, right? And so two years ago, you and I had this conversation about the storage of um, information on um, on the web. And if I remember correctly, you said something like the server or something like that, it just kind of just stays there forever. You can conjure it back up again. Like it's always going to be there. Even if you delete it, it's always there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's out there. But in any case, getting back to Sean, (laughs) you're bouncing all over the place, all in the same, you know, realm. Sean is one of those people that he probably has very few African-American friends, let's be realistic, very few, which means he may not have the same knowledge of sensitivity issues, right? Does that make sense? I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I'm just trying to say where his world is from. You know? Well, I I understand. Thank you. He's a gay guy living in West Hollywood, and you know what he cares about? He cares about gay guys living in West Hollywood. In West Hollywood. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And even if he hears something, like, he might listen to it, but if it has no bearing on his world, his personal life, he's over it, right? Realize he's, he's now, huh? Well, I was going to say he's like body else. There's a lot of people that are that I same way. They don't care so. about anything that doesn't, doesn't, you said you don't think so. I, no, I said I would think so. I would think so. Oh. I, yeah, I'm mature enough to know. Go ahead, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. The majority of people I know, they have. They don't care about too much of anything, and this is across the board. You know, white, black, Asian. They they care about. Yes. What they're about them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And then there's uh, other people I, that, that look around. So. And but Sean and I had this discussion, and I'm like, I know very little about what's going on in the gay world. I know that there that there's a prop going on, like there was. You know, in 2008, then that was a big deal. I get it. You know, but I know very little about what's going on in the gay world. Unless somebody says, hey, this is what's going on in the gay world. And I'm like, hey, well, that's very interesting, good or bad, right? Okay. 
So this whole Eric Honor and Mike Brown, you know, we were talking about it on video, and he said innocently, I, I'm not trying to negate his lack of knowledge, people. I'm just saying this is, you know, it's, well, what he said. Well, who He was actually really funny. <laughs> he said, who is Eric Brown and Mike Garner? <laughs> That's how much he doesn't know anything. Like, he even switched up the names. And so I giggled a little bit, and I was like, oh, my God, John. And I was like, this whole, you know, black cop, blah, 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 blah. And I went into a little bit of detail. And then, and then I said, he says, well, he's like, well, I, you know, he, I think he just ate the time. He's like, well, I only know gay stuff, and right now gays are winning. And I was like, yeah, actually, you're right. Gays are winning. <laughs> and <laughs> he said that. Yeah, he said that, right? Right. And so Different I was like, now. I agree. I right, I agree. I was like, Yeah, you're right, gays are winning and he's like, Well, Tracy and again he says it with insensitivity because he's not in my world and then he goes, Tracy, you know, you can get married, you know, we can't get married and I was like, Wait a second, blacks are dying <laughs> Like I don't like it's not yeah, the but- same None of it is the same. There's a, there's a lot of parts of the country where gays can get married. So that's not an across-the-board statement, gays can't get married. Yes, they can. No, no, no. But that's why he not said everywhere. gays are winning. No, that's why he said gays are winning. And he said that that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting to get married. But he didn't finish the sentence. And I was like, well, yeah, no, I get it. But, you know, blacks are dying, you know. And then I was like, you're dying in this state. You're dying in that state. And then I said, they killed. K-I-L-P is the way I pronounced it because I put you the English language. Um, they killed this 12-year-old kid in um, Los Angeles. And then he said, huh? So that was Cleveland. That was Cleveland. No, Malcolm. No. No. There was a 12-year-old kid that was killed, killed because he had a BB. He found a BB gun in um, a park. And when the cops arrived, automatically assumed that it was a gun, and they shot him on the spot in Los Angeles here. When did that happen? It was a couple of <laughs> I love the way you question me. <laughs> I'm just, you know what, you, you're telling me something. <laughs> like I said, I know about the case in, in, in Cleveland. They got a video. Uh, but uh, what you're talking about, I would think I would have heard of this, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe you maybe you got it confused and you think it's Cleveland, I mean Los Angeles, <laughs> but it really was Cleveland. Uh, all right, maybe so, I don't know, maybe okay. So I'm looking for it, and I'm not finding it. Don't so. look for it. <laughs> I hate being wrong, so don't look for it. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I need to document some of the things that I hear because this is getting ridiculous now. But in any case, um, I'm stating this on the video, and then I said they killed, and then Sean says they killed, and we giggled. But we giggled because of the way I speak, not of the boy that just got killed pretty much the way you and I are communicating where at one point we're talking about something serious and yet it's funny at the same time. I mean, 
it's no different than what you and I are doing, but you happen to be African-American, and I, I don't think anybody's going to call and complain about you and I, but they complained about Sean, you know, and then some people they, were they, like. They complained because huh? he was giggling about the boy dying. I mean, and that's not what he well, was that, giggling about. Exactly. But that's what it appears. It appears yes. that way. Because, yes. you know, we understand we live in a very, very PC world, politically correct. So, you know, it, it, while he wasn't giggling at the child's death, I would think he wasn't, but or I would assume that he wasn't. I hope he wasn't. He uh, wasn't. If you look at the tape, it, you, he said, Chilk. And then I giggled. I'm the one that giggled, and I was like, oh, my God. And then we even say, I butcher the English language. And he goes, no, you butcher the word butcher. Like, Hello, it wasn't about the 12-year-old boy, but it was mixed in. I get it. I understand, but see, again, we live politically correct well, so if you're not doing it the way, quote-unquote, people want to see it, everybody has to, feels the right to complain, which is cool. See, I typically don't complain about a whole lot of stuff because I think it's a waste of energy. Um, but I'm not really good. Like, I'm not one of those people that is really good at doing it the way they, quote, unquote, want to see it. Like, that's not, like, I'm funny. I love funny. I, like, I'm a comedy central type of woman, unfortunately. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I said this to you a long time ago. You didn't believe me. I was like, I'm a guy's guy or a guy's girl or something like that, right? I get the okay. funny. I get the funny. Like, I'm not going to cross my legs and be like, that's not funny. I'm on the floor dying because... It's funny, you know, and so, but it almost made me not sleep last night. Like, I tossed and turned because I, I, <laughs> I did. I, <laughs> I would say try to get your sleep because, you know, basically you're worrying about something that you have no no ability to change because there's going to be people out there that are going to be real critical of you, critical of you all the time that, that's just life. That's the world we live in. And the only way you can avoid that is to not do what you do. Because I don't do what hmm. you do, so I don't have to worry about it too much. But you kind of are, you know, you do a lot of things publicly. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, and people, because you do what you do, these public things, there are going to be people who like it. There are going to be people who hate it. And that's just the, the nature of the beast. See, I'm a very mm-hmm. private person. The most public thing I do is talk to you on Saturday. Other than that, <laughs> my thoughts... To be honest with you, are, I'm even surprised that you are on board with me, you know, doing this, because I actually know how private you are, so... Okay. Well... Okay. <laughs> it's okay that you're... Here every Saturday, or it's okay to not yeah, listen to people? Yeah, it's okay that I'm here every Saturday because at the end of the day, it, it's it's just, you know, you can't live in a bubble. That much I do know. Um, and, you know, and I interact with a number of people anyway, so uh, it's always good to share. How's that? And maybe I'm opening the door to share with a couple of more people. Well, I see this as a very, a, just a larger conversation. And I don't mind expressing my beliefs or my thoughts because I tend to research most things, so I'm not like talking out of my behind. <laughs> typically, but you know, know what? You're also you're also the voice of reason. There there is a different substance that that comes through you as a co-host. Like you're 
the voice of reason and you you have this calming effect and you know and you're extremely knowledgeable which makes a huge difference in terms of that I can you know I like being a little ditzy I like that so I like the balance that you provide right but I no, also well, like the balance huh what? I was gonna say well thank you Tracy well you're welcome I also like the balance that Sean provides because he he had he's he's capable of capturing that age bracket that finds him hilarious. My son finds him hilarious. His wife finds him hilarious. Like we have so far, you know, we're growing, but you know, at least a thousand subscribers so far, and at least five hundred people watch each one of the videos, and I got three complaints. And see, remember I was telling you about. Uh, percentages, and I was telling you about mm-hmm. how, you know, a number of people are voting things and, you know, the, the number's down. So three out of a thousand, that's a really great percentage. <laughs> so Thank I wouldn't you. worry about the three Thank who don't you. like it, you know. Right. Cause, you know. I had thought about that this, this week because they had a special election in Los Angeles or in Los Angeles County for a, 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 a position. And the percentage of people who voted it, it was, was that like, on Tuesday? I was a little surprised that there was an election going on. Yeah, yeah I recently. think it was. But, I must have asked you people, about that. The number of people who voted in that was so much smaller than the midterms. It was just a couple of weeks before. It, it was almost scary. So basically, they said about 6% of the people voted. But it cost it cost them $2 million to throw the election. So, so to that's me, you're ridiculous. Not getting, they didn't advertise you're not getting your bank for your ball. Well, oh, even, that's right. but, but Tracy, even when they advertise it, people don't vote. They just don't, you know, for <laughs> for whatever reason. You have those of us that do, and you have most of the rest that don't. And you know, and so a, a small election like this, especially if it's, it's uh, for for offices that you know the majority of people don't know about or find important, fewer people come. So that's six percent. So that's less than. So when you look at that number, 6% of the people, 6% of the resident voters, remember mm-hmm. I told you how 20% was like 2 out of 10? Mm-hmm. 6% is like 1 out of 20. Wow. So take a group of 20 people. One of those people voted. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to ask you about that. that. I certainly voted. did not vote because I, I didn't get that you. Well, and you were actually in the majority. I'm in the minority <laughs> when I voted. I know I that. I got confused. We had just finished an election. What the hell were we doing with another election? And I got confused. Well, because, and I meant to ask you about it, and I forgot. Sometimes they do this because there there was something that, that couldn't be held in that, that particular election, so they'll bring it back around. But the problem I have with these small elections like that, they typically cost too much, so they have to find a way to you know, ramp these into the larger elections because it costs a lot to throw an election. It's not cheap. Mm-hmm. It always costs money. And so if you have this one little election where you spent this much spent this much money and nobody voted, you basically just threw money down the drain. And, and you know, I don't know. I, I, we have a lot of problems in our country. You know, we have race, we have class, we have religion, we have sex. Well, and, and I think, getting back to Sean, I think that's what it was. I just think it's a heightened level of black matter. And 
I think they were feeling like he wasn't empathetic enough. And and then yesterday we did a video, but now I'm contemplating on whether or not it should post it, where he explained, you know, and I explained to what I just told you this morning, which is, you know, he's just in the Sean world. But his Sean world is no different, I promise you, everyone, is no different than my black world. I care about everything black. Sorry. And if, if you look at my tweets, my tweets are black-based. They just are. It was all about Amy Pascal, and we'll get on that uh, better in a moment, Malcolm. It was all about Amy Pascal, because when you go on Twitter and you go pound, you know, somebody's name, then you get to this whole section just involving that issue. And so, you know, black matters to me. And Sean is innocent. It's not that it doesn't matter, and you're, you know, maybe he's not empathetic enough, maybe he's not sympathetic enough, but I just think he's not looking. He's just not well, in the game see, with us. <laughs> and, you know, when, when, whenever I talk to people, I always like to know, you know, little things. Where were they raised? Uh, what kind of education do they have? Because that actually tells a lot about a person, where you're raised, what your education level is. It tells okay. a lot about, you know, what your level of involvement probably will be. Hmm. So... You know, okay. I grew right. in the central city, central city of Los Angeles, but you know, but I also have a group in a family where education was uh, rewarded yeah. and believed in. So you yeah. know, so right. but the majority of people I grew up with are very uneducated and hmm. don't care about it. You know, it's. <laughs> Chris Rock did a routine years ago that was real, real funny that, <laughs> that revolved around that kind of thing. Uh-huh. You, know, you want to hide your money, put it in books. <laughs> if you so, want to hide what? If you want to hide anything, put it in a book. <laughs> you know, so people don't rob you. <laughs> in any case, um, Desi tweeted in the first part of the conversation Desi tweeted, such a great discussion. Thank you, Desi. And then she added, talking about the information is never lost, Amy Pascal, she added, nothing is ever truly erased. True. No. That's why people shouldn't, like when these people take uh, nude photos of themselves and they, they raise them up to the cloud, that's got to be the dumbest thing. Unless you don't mind being, you know, putting yourself out there like that. Because that stuff, when you're 80, that stuff will come back. And you'll see pictures of yourself with your legs spread. Malcolm, I want one new photo of myself out there up in the clouds. At least one. Well, take one and put it out there. Somebody wants it. (laughs) Believe me. There's a market for everything, Tracy. A market. You want it out there, you could have it. In fact, all you have to do is take a selfie, you know, because that's what we do these days. And you don't even have to tweet it to anybody, but you could tweet it to somebody if you want. Or or you could just put it up in the cloud someplace. It'll get, somebody's going to get their hands on it. It'll come back down, right? It will come back down, like rain. Water evaporates, it goes into the clouds, it comes back down in the form of rain. Yes. That's uh, what your new photo would do for you. <laughs> but you could do it. 
I want one Kim Kardashian photo of likeness out there of myself. That's not difficult. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not asking for a lot. I want to win the lottery, but that, I'm not having that kind of love. You want to put yourself on the internet? I, I, I have a better link, chance. But, oh, you have a great chance. I could, I could tell you exactly where to go to put it on. Put it up here. Everybody will see it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. I, was, I, was cleaning, I was cleaning one of my friend's computers because he's. Uh-huh. I keep telling him not to go on these porn sites, but he keeps going. Oh, right? so, oh God! So he keeps going these sites, and I'm like, okay, stop doing this. I mean, there are places you can go that are going to be a little less dangerous, but he goes to these sites where he gets all these crazy viruses. And, uh, mm-hmm. So I could tell you some of the places that he goes, and you would clearly get your stuff out there. <laughs> For everybody to see. Now, see, I would caution, I would caution you not to do it. But I mean, I also believe that everybody has the right to do whatever the heck they want to do. So, as long as you're not having sex with kids, that's where I draw the line. But well, here's you know. the thing: what I think inside my head and what I would actually do is two different things. Oh, so. You're kind of a chicken. You don't want to do it. You think you want to do it. Okay. That's kind of like me riding a roller coaster. I kind of think I want to do it, but I know in actuality I do not want to ride a roller coaster. It's been proof. Oh, well, I'm like you in that sense. I'm not a roller coaster person. But in any case, getting back, getting off of iCloud and new photos, um, and getting back on to Amy Pascal. Yes. So this is a career, um, I don't want to say career-ending move, but and she even she put that out there. She's like, 30 years, 30 years, and this is what I'm going to be remembered for? And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, this, is this is what you're going to be remembered for. It's just, you know, but you could say that about, you know, Ray Rice, uh, Adrian Peterson. You take a misstep and it becomes national and people look at you mm-hmm. with, with disgust in their eyes. So, yeah, that's what you're remembered for. And it kind of wipes out all the other stuff that you did. I mean, yeah. it's unfortunate. Yeah. Look at Donald Sterling. You know, the stuff that he got on tape, you know, even though he wasn't a nice guy to begin with, the <laughs> fact that that – now, whenever whenever anybody sees him, all they can think about is all that crazy stuff he said to that that, that little weird girl. Which you know well, is the funny thing what? about Donald. Well, yeah, let me just what's say this about Donald Sterling. Yeah, Don, yeah. Donald Sterling is is out in the hood as we speak, delivering <laughs> toys to little hood kids. I was going to tell you that, Malcolm. Uh, there's something about Donald Sterling that I like. I like this crazy dude. Well, okay, because what you just said, you like a little bit of crazy, so he fits right in, right? Because he's not even the fruitcake. Now, I'm not faulting him for going out and, and taking toys into the inner city. I mean, God bless him. Oh, God, that that's one. hilarious. I love this but guy. It's just, it's just the visual of him doing it, because TMZ put on their website, which I don't go to TMZ website often, because I don't like them, but... Yes. They put on their website the picture of him doing it. He had on the Santa Claus hat. It just was a funny picture. 
Because the more he does, because he has this animated face about him, he kind of switches up his face and he cocks his head to the side. He's so animated that I, I adore every step he takes. Like, I didn't say I would support him, I, but I really, really do like him. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I can't say the same thing. But you have no words, right? There's no words. I'm finding that, you know, the, the more I go on, you just, you, you, you're continually disappointed in the world. I mean, because, you know, every day something new comes out about Bill Cosby, right? Every single mm-hmm. day. You know, mm-hmm. was, my oldest brother, he's a, a music director on cruise lines. I told you that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so he just got back in town. He's been out to sea for the past, like, 10 months. He's like a career sailor at this point. And, uh-huh. you know, we were speaking about the whole Bill Cosby thing, and I was like, you know, the only problem I have with it is not like I don't believe these women at this point. I've come to come around on them. Like, you know what? They're probably telling the truth. They really, really are. Yeah. Billy Johnson came out the other day and, and said so. Now, now, mind you, what she said is he tried to do it to her. She, he wasn't successful because she got up and cursed him out and left. So he wasn't able to leave yeah. her, but he made the attempt that he did to all these other chicks. The problem is yeah. if the timing on the crimes is just so long ago that there's really not a lot to be done. I mean, it's it's too bad. I mean, well, you can sue him. You can take him, you can take him to civil court. The problem with civil court is you still have to have a little bit, you know, some, you have to find some way of proving this. And well, what I can tell you, though, Malcolm, just being a woman and in terms of, like, having had that experience, these women haven't had that experience 30 years ago, the one thing that eats away at you is not being able to tell your story, not being believed and not speaking well, your authentic sure. truth. And there's a sense of all of it making you a little loopy, by the way. Just, and, okay. and, and some people, yeah, some people wonder why they have, like, fucked up relationships. You know, they can't seem to, you know, this is the women I'm talking about, can't seem to get married. They're on, like, these crazy meds and blah, blah, blah. Because they, it's that experience that turns them, that, that took them over the edge. And it's like, and then you tell people throughout the years, like Beverly Johnson said she had wanted to say it in a book, in her um, autobiography, and they were like, yeah, but why don't we go ahead and leave that out? <clears throat> it just gets to the point today, even 30 years later, to just tell your story, Malcolm. That in itself is so freeing. It's so, like, it becomes okay. It becomes validating, even if, it's no longer. I would think it's no longer about taking him down, but I would, I would pray that one of these women would finally have a really good case against him. Well, there but, was but, one. There, there was one, mm-hmm. and even that one, mm-hmm. that, that was fairly recent. I mean, we're talking about 2004 era, but mm-hmm. that's the one that got paid off by him, and so she, she was able to get a financial settlement from him and um, you know I, I think part usually in, in those cases there's gag orders imposed so you know if she got her money she can't really say nothing well you know what Malcolm it's so long ago and so you've already ago. gotten paid so long ago you've already gotten paid 
I would say, speak anyway. If Bill Cosby wants to come after you, guess what? That means he would have to talk. If he wants to come after you legally, that means he would have to talk. So the woman that got paid X amount of years ago, the money's spent. And I'm, I would say she doesn't have that. I would say, I'm not saying that she does, because I don't know this woman, but I'm sure she doesn't have the amount of money that the lawsuit would require her to pay back if, you know, within her disclosure. I would say talk. I would say come after me. Well, you know, that's not really a mitigating factor. Because <laughs> if, if they did have the agreement and she were sued and she had to pay it back, um, the fact that you don't have the money doesn't mean anything to the courts. It, it, they would just put a judgment against you. They do it all the time. But most people don't have the money that they're judged against. But right. still, you still are required to pay it back. So, you know, over the years, you end up having to pay here, pay there. You know, you may never have to pay every. I don't know, Trish. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at the whole thing as, um, you know, I think everybody at this point looks at Bill Cosby like he's a <laughs> not a good guy. And well, I have I to tell you, that, Bill Cosby and Jello Pudding. I'm looking at Jello Pudding like they're crazy too. It, they kind of go hand in hand. I'm sorry, Jello, but well, they went hand sorry. in hand. I, I don't think he's done a Jello commercial in probably 20 years. So, I know, uh, I know, but the memes out coming. there. The what? Mm-hmm. The meanie, those Instagram, the in, excuse me, the Instagram pics. They're called meanies, where they have the picture with the little things on it. Uh huh. Well, and all of that's out okay. there, but you know, at the end of at the end of the day, um, <laughs> I, I think they've done to build what they could do to build. Well, I don't think it's over though, Malcolm. But Desi says Desi says she's not over. <laughs> Desi, Desi says she's looking at Jello pudding sideways. <laughs> you know, I'll have to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but remember, you know, you know, I like to toot my own horn. From a few weeks ago, I said that there was more women coming out and that he really did do this stuff. And there's more credible, well, what we think is credible, credible witnesses coming out now. So. Yeah, no, it, 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 like I said, I, that got me convinced that he did it. Oh, Again, the unfortunate okay, part you. is, okay, you're welcome. The unfortunate part <laughs> is taking that information and, and doing something with it because, you know, the criminal aspect of this, you know, unfortunately, because I, you know, I told this to my brother uh, that there's a statute of limitations on these type of crimes, and he said he was unaware that there was a statute of limitations. And yes, unfortunately, there's a statute of limitations pretty much on everything. There's only one crime you can do that there is no statute of limitation on. And, and that's murder. They can get you, that's murder. The rest of it. I know. You know, you might get away I with act it. I am very knowledgeable, but I act it. Listen to me, Malcolm. The other thing that I noticed yesterday that was a little pissed Pete off about with this whole Bill Cosby thing is that they're now, <clears throat> the public, and Janice Dickinson, she's an ass too, and I know she was affected by this, but I thought she was an ass for bringing his she's wife into it. She's been one for a long time, so, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That kind but of is she brought, she is. But she brought his wife into this, and that's 
unfair. She has done nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. She has been married to this man. She didn't open the door. Every time something went down, you never heard any of these women say the wife was in a house. You understand that? Like, leave, leave the wife alone. And Perez Hilton, who is also an ass, I'm not a fan of Perez Hilton. He tweeted yeah. yesterday, huh? No, I was going to say that's that, that, that guy. That guy. <laughs> He's so nasty looking. Oh, I hate him. But um, he tweeted, along with Janice Dickinson, you know, parallel, not together, but parallel, something to the effect like, oh, I guess you stay with, you, st- you knew about this. Basically, he didn't say it. I'm paraphrasing. You know about this, and I guess you stayed with him for the money. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's I, unfortunate of course, to say something like that because, I mean, this is a woman who's right. been married to him for, you know, 30-plus years. They've got kids together. So, you know, you oh. know, to talk about somebody's relationship um, and not be there and not know the, the intricacies of it is just, I mean, you can't say that. You don't know why, why him and his wife, you don't know what kind of relationship they have. You don't know anything about it. So I would say you can say whatever you want about him, should leave her out of it. Well, I, and all I'm trying to say is, is in order to bring her in, she would. I would say she would have to have had some participation, some participation to bring her in at this stage. So one of the victims would have had to have said she walked into the room and saw me and closed the door very quickly. That's what I'm talking about. Some participation. You know, we're not sure what she knew. We don't know the, the you know, exactly. the, the stuff that have been married. But what I can tell you is that, Malcolm, I'm a psychic. And people tell me their secrets. And I know a lot of things. And I can tell you right now, people, women will stay with their men and ignore everything. Like, ignore the truth, even when it's in their face. They will, they, it could be in their face, and they'll be like, no, no, that's not, you know, he's he's just, you know, he's just being polite. He was just cooking for her. He was just, you know, trying to give her, you know what I mean? Like, they will re-justify it in their head. But as far as we know, um, she did not, not one of the girls said that she knew anything. Desi, however, just texted me, hold on a second, and Desi said, one did say that she was in the house. She went I, I upstairs heard that to one. bed. I, I, yes. Okay. I had heard that one, that there was yeah. a time where she was there. But, I mean, it wasn't like she was in the room. She wasn't holding the bill or giving the girl the wine up there. Here, take this. That wasn't. Right. Right. Or she was in. Or, or like she was the one that gave the girl the wine, and then Bill was the one that, you know, pounced her, and then she walked out the room. Like, you didn't get that sinister couple thing going on, although I think there are couples out there that do some weird shit like that. That wouldn't surprise me if a couple band together. There was some kidnapping case where the wife knew was in full participation with the husband kidnapping these girls. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like getting that from Camille. And I would say for right now, she should be off limits. Unless something else comes up, be her alone. Well, yeah, it'd be almost be like saying that his kids were involved, or you know, something stupid like that. 
then why don't we say that then? Then why don't we bring them into it? Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. would say the only person the only person that you should that should be looked at would be Mr. Cosby himself at this point, unless some other evidence is produced. Other than that, yeah. As they say, you know, as they would say, keep her name out your mouth. You don't need to you don't need to mention Mrs. Cosby, you don't need to mention his kids. But I'm sure they're sitting around looking at each other like, Oh my God <laughs> I, I can only imagine what not. their Thanksgiving and Christmas looks like because you know, they're sitting up there looking at, you know, Mr. Jello and you know, he's not the same guy in their eyes, I'm sure, at this point that he was because they got all this stuff. And maybe they've known for a while. I don't know what this I don't know what their family is like. You know, I don't I well, never try to assume. Wow. You know, he looks like one of those old guys that has that nastiness about them in in the privacy of their home. You know what I mean? So I can imagine no. this Yeah, Malcolm, you know that old guy that everybody thinks is the greatest guy ever, but at home he's a nasty son of a gun? You never met that dude ever? I met You know, that dude. like I told you, I got a crazy uncle, and, but I guess but I But he always, seems like a nice, crazy uncle. He's not a nice, crazy uncle, or is he a crazy, crazy uncle? I guess it depends on where you stand, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. So he's probably a little crazy, uh, crazy. Well, you know, he'll say crazy stuff now, and he says it in a nice way. So, uh, I, and I'll give you an example. He sees complete races across the board. And and <laughs> so that means he, he hates everybody, you know, black people too. So um, he was, I my second oldest niece is, is engaged to get married. And yeah. and her husband to be is a white guy. Uh-huh. Over all the time. And so mm-hmm. my uncle is not shy about saying crazy racist stuff in front of anybody and that's that's mm. he really does not care. No matter mm-hmm. who you are, why you are, he's gonna say it in front mm. of you. So, mm. you know but you know, my my niece's fiance he hasn't taken too much offense to it, but I, but most people who come in contact with my uncle quickly realize that he's on the fringe. You know, so it's not like <laughs> a same person talking to you. He's somebody that's a little different. So it's on, it's, it's an argument that's not worth having. <laughs> okay, I probably would find him hilarious. <laughs> you probably would enjoy him. He would be great. And I'm also the type of person that if he sees them enjoying it, they'll get worse. <laughs> that, that oh, he can. Well, but actually, he's going to keep going regardless. If he does, if he sees you're not enjoying it, sees you're enjoying it, it's the same to him. It's the same. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Years ago, I went and saw uh, Paul Mooney uh, at the comedy club. You know who Paul Mooney is? I actually like him, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Paul was doing this act, and there was, this, it was a bachelorette party of, of Caucasian women in front of him, and one of the girls mm-hmm. spent the whole whole show just staring at him and frowning, and he kept mm-hmm. looking at her. I could see he kept looking at her, and it, it's like it spurred him on. It's like mm. he hated, it wasn't the audience laughing that he he got his energy from. It was her, right, right, right. The it one was who her wasn't anger. Happy. That one girl, so, anger. 
It got to the point where, you know, you know, because you go to these comedy clubs, at a certain point, the, the management tried to get the comedian to come off stage because he had to do another show anyway. Uh-huh. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let him take him off, off the stage. He just kept going. And, and I think that's why he hasn't been back here since. Because wow. I, I, yeah, he hasn't been in this area since. Because he was just, he, he wouldn't get off the stage, and he was so funny. I mean, that's probably one of the best shows I've ever seen as far as that goes. But. Mm-hmm. That just goes through. Some people are going to take the negative energy and run with it, so you might as well just keep it to yourself. Or just leave. That's the other part of you. If somebody is insulting you that much, you have the right to stand up and walk out the door. Right. All right, Malcolm. We are way past the hour. Yeah, and we I want to thank you. Anything. Good. We just talked about crazy stuff. So, but well, thank you, Tracy. You know it's always fun. I wanted to thank you because, first of all, I didn't get enough sleep last night, and second of all, maybe today is a day just to talk about crazy stuff. You actually made me feel lighter about the whole situation, so I'm not going to switch the talk up. Oh, and I'm glad we didn't get on anything too heavy. Oh, 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 oh! But before you go, Malcolm Obama somehow addressed that NFL commissioner, and he's, he's still under the wire. It still remains to be seen whether or not he gets to keep a job. He is looking like a pathetic son of a bitch, that guy. And, and again, like I told you, the, the, he will lose his job when the NFL owners feel that he is jeopardizing their money. And that's He's just looking point. like a pathetic piece of crap. Like, it's really bad. Like, he's looking that, like, physically looking a certain way now. He's looking like well, dumb to me. Okay, he looks the same to me. But um, <laughs> the, funny thing, the funny thing is, like, I think I told you last week that Adrian Peterson was going to win his appeal. Right? He did not win his appeal. And there, But yeah. I found out after I said that to you that uh, the arbitrator was actually mm-hmm. uh, an NFL employee. He worked for the commissioner's office. So that's says a lot to why he didn't want to appeal, whereas Ray Rice's arbitrator was an independent judge. Oh, it was, like, it was more of an in-house thing. So when you, when you actually work for Goodell, you know, and he tells and your job now is to judge Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson probably didn't ever have a chance to run into it. So, but wow. the other part of that is Adrian Peterson's suspension it's only good for this year. So, what, we have three games left in the season? It doesn't really matter. Right, right. Because right. it had that rule in his favor, you know. He still wouldn't have played anywhere. It's, it's, well, it's unlikely. Well, I mean, he's still in the contract with the Minnesota Vikings, but it's unlikely that they might even let him suit up because the Minnesota Vikings are so far out of the, the running for the playoffs. I don't think they will want to risk his health. And put him out there, mm-hmm. you know, because every time you go out on the field, you have a possibility of being injured. They don't want to risk his health for no reason, and they have no chance. So, mm-hmm. and maybe we but can anyway. discuss it next week. But there was some sort of controversy on how the final four in the collegiate games were chosen. I got a little confused by that because it was different this year or something like Everybody, that. But we can discuss it next it week. It is different. Yes, yeah, it, it, it still be around. Yes, you're, you're right. That it's. That's a, this is a new system that they're in. And so, you know, they've been clamoring for playoffs in um, 
the NCAA for years, and so they finally came up with this system. They picked four teams, but again, it's it's they didn't play in the position they got picked. It's hard to play in this position because there's so many different aspects of the NCAA college football mm-hmm. system. So they picked four teams, and some people are unhappy because there's a couple, two, three, four teams that didn't get picked that are on the sidelines. That should like, not. Why, why didn't you pick these guys? And, and so who knows? Well, I'm not in, into collegiate ball as much as I'm learning the NFL, but maybe you can explain how the Final Four got there originally and why this year was different next week, and then I'll study what I can, and then I'll come and be as knowledgeable as I can. Sounds good, Tracy. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have my head to the grind. All right, Malcolm. Have a good week. You too. I will talk to you later. Okay. Take it easy. Hi, 402. You are on the line. Who am I speaking with? Hey. There's Tracy. This is Crystal. Crystal. Hi, Crystal. How are you, honey? You are sounding really, really good, Crystal, so... If you don't know it, something major is about to take place for you because, or maybe you kind of do know it, and maybe that's why you sound different. Maybe it's a combination of both. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Helen. How are you? Not bad, thank you. Do you have a question? Uh, well, since I was conversating on that lady from Sony Pictures, I wanted to know if she was going to still oh, keep her job or not. This is Crystal. This is Crystal from Twitter. Yes! <laughs> Hi, Crystal! How are you? <laughs> I have a crystal from Facebook. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. I'm doing great. Well, first of all, Sean and I actually did that on video yesterday as to whether or not she would mind up losing her job. Okay. And I am going to post it today, but I had some issues with um, Twitter and Sean, and so I, I feel like I just need to edit the video because I just I don't like people yelling at me because when people yell at me, I yell back, and I I'll tell somebody to shut the fuck up, and I might like them. I might like them. Just don't yell at me. Everybody relax. <laughs> trying to tell me what to do. God, nobody pays me for this shit. I know, I saw that. Oh, my God. I know, I know, I know. People can and be I just so And I love the same people comment. Like, I love all of them. But the minute you yell at me, I will turn on you. I'm a lion. I will speak to you. <laughs> I know, I have saw it. I have saw it. I have witnessed <laughs> I have witnessed this. And then, Crystal is relentless. Once I get mad, I'm like a barracuda. I'm just like, just hacking away at the keys, trying to nallyate people. Like, oh, my God, just don't make me mad, people. We are human, human. Because sometimes I have to check myself. I have to be like, okay, okay, come come to your office, Crystal. Listen, while I have you on the phone, I was mourning, but. I was on Twitter like 4 o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep. And mm-hmm. that Twitter, the little, the little girl with the, 
with the with the makeup. Mhm. Okay. So when you tweeted me, I didn't see what the problem was because I only saw the picture of her holding the makeup where she's like, "Thanks, Dad." Won't change. And I was like, oh. oh, so you didn't see? Uh, okay, so you didn't see I the didn't, following picture. Oh, okay, see so you. But wait a second. It sat on me and it sat on me and it sat on me. And I was like, Crystal was way too mad. She was way too mad. I went back again, couldn't find it. I went on her page, couldn't find it. And I was like, what is the argument about? I finally got to a page where there were multiple pics, but I had to swipe it sideways because I'm not using Twitter. Right. I'm using something else because my Twitter doesn't work. And so navigating. I know my the, Twitter. That's why I haven't been on Twitter all day the other day because I was just like, right. I kept getting frustrated because sometimes I can't see my new feed. Sometimes they don't give me my notifications. Yes. All that kind of crazy shit. So I'm just saying, yes. it. Now, I can retweet anything, right? But commenting is the hard part. It's right. But commenting is the hard part. And I get very frustrated because of the way Twitter's set up. It's so easy. It's fluid. It's flawless. With this other right. site called Echopon or something like that, it's just navigating differently. And my head can't wrap around the differences. But in any case, I finally got to the spot where I was like, I could see there was like this little opening where it was like I could see there was another picture there. And I then right. I typed it and I was like, oh, this is the problem. She's got like 7,000 tweets. It is ridiculous. I know. I know. I know. I know. And, and so, she had the nerves to wonder why people wasn't, was offended. Like, uh, hello? See, I couldn't even get, get to that those tweets. I couldn't. I saw, I even saw that part, but I couldn't see her comments where she got offended. So I was totally out of the And because she's young, I have this thing with the youth and their ability to grow. Like Sean, and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I want everybody to take it easy on Sean. Like Sean, you know, I have this thing for the youth. You know, I have a son right. that's also 26. I call my son an idiot savant. I do. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, Crystal, I looked at his baby the other day, and he, my son went out to the store for me, and I looked at his baby, and I was like, your daddy's an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> right now, he can't tell his daddy what I'm saying, so I'm not worried. In any case, I, I, have this, <laughs> I have this thing with the you commented when I finally saw what the hell was going on in the thousands of tweets that she did get. I was like, not funny, young lady, not funny. You know me, I can annihilate, and I didn't, I don't know what kind of tax she got because I couldn't find those seeds, but I didn't want to participate in all that ugly because hopefully somebody gave her a a tongue lashing and she learned a lesson. I hope so. Oh, yeah, there was some on there. (laughs) It was, it was some on there. Yes, it was. It was. Wow. Yes. I don't know if she... Like, private her page. Did she private her page now? Because I know somebody had private their page once that happened to them before. I didn't. At the time that I went on it, and I never went back on it, um, it was not private. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in any case, getting back to Amy Pascal, Sean and I did do the video yesterday, and what we saw was 
there's more leaks coming out. She's going to try and hold on and try to play nice and try to, you know, give back even. There's something which she's going to try and give back, something like that. And, and then there's more leaks coming out. And then I heard last night there's more leaks coming out. And then I heard last night on the news that at the Sony computers, there's, like, screen come up from the people that are doing this. They infiltrated yeah. their computers, and they said, more leaks coming out, more leaks coming out. So this is just going to get ugly and uglier. And I don't think she's going to keep her job. But I'll post that today. I don't think she's going to be able to keep her job. I just don't. Okay. I think at this stage, at this stage of the game, I'm going to put it this way. She's a woman that's fucked up. Okay. And okay. I was on Twitter, and so one of the guys on Twitter was, oh, this PR person was on Twitter, like, like this PR company, and it's something stupid, mm-hmm. like, we should support her because she's a woman. And I'm like, like and, I, and then I text back, and I was like, well, I'm confused. What should I support? Should I support my blackness, or should I support, should I support my womanhood? Like, hello? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> As a black woman, I'm not supposed to look at the fact that she she made all these references to President Obama's black blackness. Oh, right. 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 But then when they talk about Angelina, I mean, they didn't make no racial slurs about her, but when it got to all the black entertainers, they just went in. (laughs) They went in. They just went dirty. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to care about? Because the bottom line is, as my DNA, my DNA is black. There was no guarantee that I was going to wind up a girl. Right. But I was always going to be black. (laughs) (laughs) No change at all. How I developed in the world is two different things. I happened to be a girl. The X chromosome came in, and then I became a girl. But I was always going to be black. So, sorry, in any case. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have so another question into, similar? Huh? Yeah, I was about to ask you, can you look into one more entertainment question again? Um, I want to know what's sure. going on with Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne oh. and uh, Birdman, because they're supposed to be fruity. And, you know, that's the guy that runs cash money. That's the guy that did what? Birdman is the guy that runs cash money. And cash he, money, yeah. Lil Wayne, yeah, and you know Lil Wayne been with Cash Money since he was like 14. He looked at yes. him as a father figure. So now they've fallen out, and I just want to know what the hell that's about. Okay, let's see if I can figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I like Birdman. I think he's one of the funniest guys out there. He hasn't done anything musically unless he's producing beats, but I have yeah. not seen him as a public figure in a while. Yeah, because I was seeing something on TMZ uh, where he had uh, said something about um, Birdman on uh, TV when he was on stage or something, thinking about leaving cash money or something. Um, Well, it ends in the Five of Swords. So when I get the Five of Swords and this type of male stuff going on, especially with the men, it should get uglier. It should get ugly. There's okay. some sabotage. There's some, you know, going of knives. There's, you know, in terms of their words, like it should get uglier, whatever is going on. 
Um, yeah. I'm getting that Birdman should leave. I'm getting that it's over money. Over money. I, I get known. a lot of swords. I get the six of swords. I get the two of swords. I get the five of swords. I get the four of pentacles and the nine of pentacles. So without a doubt, it's over money. But I feel like it's over money over a woman. Over money wow. over a woman. So I don't know if it's the woman or maybe both or something to that effect. Um, right. And then I get the Queen of Pentacles, so it's without a doubt over a woman. Okay. Now, I'm, when I say that, I'm not saying that it's like they're, they both want to have the same woman. It could be a direction that a, a, a woman that's coming into it, mm-hmm. a direction that a woman needs to go into and you know, Wayne may have one direction and cash money is like, why are we even dealing with this? Why are we even spending money on this? This is crazy. There's not enough money out there to, like, throw money away at this game, at this stage, at this mm. stage of our lives is what I'm getting. We're not young. Like, what are you doing? Um, right. It's re- like, I don't know anything about these people, but I got way too many swords. I even got the ace of swords. So this right. is going to be done and over with in the new year and in the first three months of the new year or in the next four weeks. This is going to end and end quickly. After it oh, ends, okay. then gotcha. I feel like some words are going to come out that's going to be really, really bad. Now, remember, Crystal, this is a group of men that have not mm-hmm. let secrets out. Think about it. They have not let secrets out. They have been a tight group. Right. right. True. If they separate... There could be some ugly things. It could be some undercover stuff that um, somebody is going to get hurt. Somebody is going to get hurt. And when I yeah, say it's hurt, nasty. it's nasty. I don't think it's going to be like, like, like you hurt my feelings. I think somebody literally is going to get hurt. I think it's bad. I think there's a fight coming, and I think there's some injury. Wow. It's going to be that damn bad, huh? Wow. I think it's going to wind up in somebody's home, and I think it could be, like, four people involved. So it's a brawl, a brawl. Like, four or more people will be involved. I can believe that because, I mean, with the way he was going off on stage in the clip that they were showing on TMZ, it looked like it was going to get really, really nasty. Because mm. <clears throat> I was just like, Wow. 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 Unbelievable. So, it's it's ugly, and I I'm gonna after I get off today, then I'm gonna look at TMZ and see what the hell is going on. But just remember, <laughs> these these guys have been best friends. They've they've been very secretive. You don't hear nothing right. about these people. What you get exactly. is music. That's it. Exactly. So it does look like whatever's going on, Crystal. It's very black mm-hmm. and white, to be honest with you. It's it's not even like but 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 dot dot dot. It's very black and white. So I feel like there's a whole group of moral guys and a whole group of nasty MSOs, and they just need to go their separate ways. I'm sorry. I think it is okay. over, and I think it just needs to end. Okay. And you know these All right. people when it needs to end. You know, we don't want a Tupac. Huh? I said, I believe you. Yeah. 
We don't want to wow. see the situation. If it's going to end, let it end. Period. Yeah, right. Just let it go. Right. Just let it go. But but remember, if this is about money, it that's why it's going to get ugly because somebody wants their money. Money, right. I hear you. How's your son doing? He's doing fine. He's doing Easy. just wonderful. Yeah, he can't yeah. wait for Christmas break. He he, he just counting down the days. He's what counting down the days for Christmas break. He's in the first grade. He's in the first grade. Oh, what's his birthday? I know I sent him a birthday present, but just remind me. I mean, I sent him a birthday note on the internet, but remind me when his birthday is. Oh, he's a Libra, isn't he? Oh, okay. Yes, October twenty third. Yes. Yes. Any yep. artistic ability? Yes, we've been working on that. And um, he got a little deck of cards and all that kind of stuff. So he's just really intrigued. He's still doing his thing. He's still learning. Oh, and he's a, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Libras are artistic people, so. Um, and Desi responded. She's like, first grade, because, you know, Desi is a teacher, so. She's like, first grade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, girl, let me get up out of here. I'm actually going to take my phone and my computer because that's what Apple, uh, AT&T told me to take my phone and my computer to Apple. To have oh, them okay. At the Genius Bar. So hopefully I'll get with her back. I don't know. Yeah, but I hope so because it's not the same with you. It's fun. I miss <laughs> it. Funny. I know. I'm so I know. I know. <laughs> Um, no, I I miss it. I want to get back in the groove. <laughs> Me too. Me too. All right, girl, get going. I'm going to take one more reading. All right. Okay, bye, Crystal. Bye, huh? Hello? Hi, 509. Hello? Hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? Um, hi, this is um, Erica. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you for thanking me. I really appreciate that. Erica, uh-huh. what's going on? Um, I'm just wondering if you see, like, someone new coming in. Like, um, I want a new boyfriend, but I want a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the trick is to having a good boyfriend? Mm-hmm. You know what the trick no. is? Choosing no. <laughs> a good boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Choosing yeah. the guy that makes you feel good. <laughs> oh. <But laughs> let's see what kind of wand I can put out there so that a good guy comes to you. What state are you from? Washington State. Oh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. I have friends. I have clients in Washington that call me nice. all the time. <laughs> It's a really nice place to live. Like, you get off-season, and, like, today especially, it's really nice. Like, it's sunny and very pretty. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I personally would only want to live in Washington because I love all the green. It's a very pretty mm-hmm. green state. But I love yeah. fish, Chris. Wait, what's your name again? Um, Erica. Erica. I love yeah. fish. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love fish. I'm from the East Coast, and in New York, we get a plethora of, you know, um, 
up like a array Seafood. of fish to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In California, we don't we don't have the pleasure of a plethora of fish. And I, my palate uh-huh. had to get used to a whole new set of types of fish, and it seems very bland out here. But I know that I would love Washington just for the food alone. Um, okay, do so, you like Erica? Do I like what? Uh-huh. what? What? Do you like you tuna say, too, what? or just like do you like tuna too, or just like natural fish, like fried fish, or like? No, know? no, no. I love tuna. Like you don't understand. I love fish, <laughs> like sushi and all that too. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Of course, I love fish. I love like I. How do I say it? Can I say it any better? I love red pepper. <laughs> I love a trout. I love swordfish. Uh, I love bluefish. I love white fish. I love flounder. Like, you don't even know. I just love fish. Okay. Um, if I were given the choice to eat one type of meat, mm-hmm. for me, it would be fish. I think I would miss, miss beef, but for me, it would be fish. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat salads all day. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> They're so good, like the chicken Caesar salads, um, especially oh, at the no. university that I'm going to be going to. Like, they make the best salads, and I can eat that all day, <laughs> like every day. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan of salad. I only uh-huh. eat salad now because, you know, yeah. i got to lose the weight. Okay. Oh. What was that? Are you talking to me? Oh. Yes, yeah, I'm just, here. Um, Oh, sorry. That's yeah. okay. So, Crystal, let me tell you that there is a it's, guy coming along. There mm-hmm. is a guy coming along. Now, he appears to me like he could be, I don't know what race you are, but I'm going to tell you that he's probably not your race. Oh. Uh, okay. So I, I would uh, prefer that you stayed a little bit open in this case. I don't think he's um, coming from the same race as you. Is he white? Are you perceiving him as a white person? Um, not necessarily. He could be Indian. Um, Are you black? Um, Hispanic. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um. Then, then he could be white because he's not you, but I get him with a little bit of color. Uh, huh. So. What is he like? Like, when is he coming to? Or how do I even meet him? Okay, let me let me finish up the cards. The first thing I want to be able to say is that somebody is coming along. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What I can What I can tell you about him, he feels like he works right now. Right now, he feels uh-huh. like he works. There's mm-hmm. something about um, animals, something about animals, but not uh, little doggies and cats. I feel like they're big, so they could be some in some relationship to cows, some relationship to antelope, like big. Something, he, either he likes them or he's around them or he's near them, something to that effect, right? Uh-huh. Um. He he could be a student, but even if he is a student, he has a full-time job. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, If he doesn't have a full-time job, then he's a guy that is studying 
finances or banking or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He has an obsession with money, an obsession. He has a very keen mind when it comes to either numbers or money. He could be studying accounting, you know, anything um, in, in the numbers world, okay? I'm going to add uh-huh. computers to that because computers is also about numbers. So I'm going to add computers or programming because that's all about numbers as well, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. He's coming between now and March, mm-hmm. all right? So he's actually walking in faster than you realize. Um, uh-huh. He's also coming from a place of wealth. Uh-huh. I don't I don't think he looks like he's coming from wealth, but he is. Uh-huh. He's well, very, 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 well, let's be really careful as women when we say stuff like that. <laughs> uh-huh. Be careful about independence. We actually do uh-huh. want a man that understands money, you know, understands, you know, having a job and is coming from a place of wealth. Because I was about to tell you he's actually very generous. He's a kind, generous man with oh, nice. his money. But I think it could come in a form of sloppiness, though. I think he's always had it, and so he's freer with it, but it comes to me like it's a little sloppy at the same time. However, um, I have no doubt that you can make your own. No doubt you should make your own. But your partner, <laughs> eh, he, he should come with some substance. He should be in school. He should be having a good job, and and then he should be, like, offering some of what he's doing, what he's making, on to you. And it uh-huh. could come in any form. It could come in any form. But the point is, you're right. You you do make your own, but I don't want you to stand over in a corner telling another man, I can do this, because then you're setting yourself up for failure. In um, but you should make yeah. your own. Yeah, but I'm sure what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, like no <laughs> make gold your digging, own. basically. Yeah. No gold digging, make your own, but at the same time, be a girl and receive, because that's what guys, they actually want to be there for us. So allow yeah, provide. to be received. Provide. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, they still have the caveman mentality. But if we set <laughs> yeah. ourselves up, we're like, I can make my own. And then they're like, okay, all right, then go make your own. I'll keep, keep mine in my pocket. So in any case. Uh-huh. Um, when you meet this guy, you actually may not like him in the beginning. It, it looks to me like you meet him because of a situation that's a conflict or he's involved in a conflict or you need help and he's not that helpful. It's like it's the opposite of who he winds up being for you. So I think that when you um, meet him at first, I think it's uncomfortable at first. It's like, wow, that guy's pretty nasty. Like who does that? That kind of thing. Uh-huh. I think when you meet him, you're with a friend. You're with a friend or a couple of friends, and maybe that's why you don't like him. I think there's a, a setup as to the way you guys look at him. It looks like sabotage. It looks like he sabotages this. It, it looks like it's like, oh, I, I feel like he says this. He's like, oh, I really screwed up, and how do I fix this? And I think he seeks you out. So mm-hmm. you're going to meet him and not know that you've met him is what I'm trying to say. Um, okay. Um, and so is he the only guy that's coming? So far. 
He's a good guy. Um, oh, wait. Oh, darn it. No. No, there's another guy that's coming along. Ugh. Yes. Buyer beware. There is another guy that's coming along. And the quality of this guy is not the best quality, but this guy will seek his this guy will tell you how great he is. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he could be a fire sign, Leo, Aries, or Sagittarius, and this guy will will let you know that, like, he is the greatest thing that just showed up. Yeah. <clears throat> so when he shows up, just kind of sit on it a little bit. Don't be so excited to run up to him because he is a fire sign, so he could come across very, very sexy, very, very alluring. And Mm -hmm. be really, really careful because in your age bracket, when somebody comes up with that kind of illusion, illusion, then Mm -hmm. you're not seeing the real person and there could be others looking at him the same way. Oh, okay. So um, I'm guessing with the first guy, like, there is no, like, attraction, huh? Like, immediate attraction. Like, right. physical, I guess. Oh, okay, cause right. that's, like, how I am. Like, I turn a lot of guys down because, like, I know that they're really good guys, but I'm just not, like, I don't know, like, not that I'm, like, gay or anything, but i just not attracted to them, so I just turn them down and... I think that's a problem because I close my doors. I should just, like, date them, you know, but I just don't like hurting them. So that's well, why I push them away. You know, that may not be such a bad thing. You know, I do this for a living, psychic readings, and I tend to get girls that are kind of fast forward with dating and falling in love, and then they always seem to attract horrible, horrible guys, and it's a pattern that they can't seem to break because they've never been taught. So if you're Uh the type of girl that is a little suspicious and a little begrudgingly dating, that could be a good thing because at least you're overanalyzing. At least you're over-critiquing, you know, over-criticizing. I don't know if that's a bad thing, you know. It kind of just tells me you you know what you want and you know what feels right. What's your Mm -hmm. sign? I'm a Sagittarius. And are you November or December? December. Okay. I mean, fire sign women are probably one of the sexiest women on the planet. And so, (laughs) and I'm serious about that. And so if you're hypercritical, it's only because what you have to offer is a Mm -hmm. lot. It's a gift and you happen to know it. And so Mm -hmm. it could be, you know, intellectually or intuitively, it could be your preservation that you're so hypercritical. Mm -hmm. So don't beat yourself up because of who you are. I would say absorb that side of you because you're weeding out the lemons. And the lemons, they show up right away. Like there's a lemon showing up to you. He's horrible. I don't like him at all. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. like, I just don't feel like you should just play and drag them along. Like, if they want to get serious, like, just cut them off. Like, be honest with them and tell them, you know, like, that's not what you're looking for. And that's what exactly. I do. And then they just pull, like, push and, them away. <laughs> 
And yeah. and you know what I do? I like I date on the internet, right? And so mm-hmm. just in conversation, but of course, of course I'm also psychic. So I'm weeding them out intuitively. But a lot of them get scared <laughs> that I'm like tapping into them. It's really funny. It's really funny. Yeah. And they're like oh, are you tapping into me right now? No, I'm not checking to see if you're a cheater. I'm not checking to see if you're married and talking to me. No. But there are things I can tell about someone regardless, right? And so Uh one of the things that they'll say to me is, and this is my favorite, and I got this recently where they're like, what are you looking for? Like, what do you Uh want? What are you looking for? And I'm like, just show up. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the business of training my man. Just show up. If you're not what I want, I'll know it. I'll end it. <laughs> yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. if I give you what I want, then you will mold that into what you think I need, and then you'll get what you want, and I'll think I'm happy, but I really won't be. And too much time will go by before I figure it out. At this stage of the game, I'm like, nope, just show up. Just show up. Boy, I don't know. So one of the uh, one of the listeners, Desi, is like, you're no dummy. Go, Erica. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, you just got to see what is out there and just play around like your 20s and, you know, think about getting you're young, likely 20s. Yeah, you're young. That's young. the gift. But there is a really, really good guy coming along. He comes along in the beginning as if he's like you're disgusted by him. There's another guy that actually could be coming along simultaneously. So I'm afraid to say which one comes first. The one mm-hmm. that comes along, he is a fire sign, and he feels like a fire sign. But, you know, when I say fire sign, try to stay open because Libras, Libras and Aquarians, act like fire signs, very, very similar in terms of boastfulness. Uh-huh. Um, but will I end up even liking him? Because if there is, like, no attraction yes. from the beginning, I don't even look at them. Like, I don't at all. No, and, and that's what I'm trying to tell you, right? I told you from the beginning that he comes back around to you. He um, realized he fucked up, and he comes back around to you. So the, <clears throat> he realized he sabotaged it, so... The answer is, in the long run, you will adore him. Um, you might give him a tongue lashing as retaliation. There is, yeah, yeah, you might give it back to him, but even if you give it back to him, he has already decided that he wants you, so it's, it won't really matter what you do to him. He, he's just going to be patient and wait for you, for you to get it because he now sees it is what I'm trying to say. And how old is this guy? Like 20 what? He should be early 20. No, I didn't say 20-something. He's definitely in your age bracket. Oh, 21. Okay. Well, when I say age bracket, I'm going to say plus. Oh, okay. All right. All right. He's pretty young. (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to get married or anything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, he's in your age bracket. Something tells me because I keep getting that he probably is around the college or the university that you're thinking about attending. He feels like he is in, in there yeah. somewhere. I start March, so <laughs> can't oh. wait. I have so many goals. And, like, I want to be student president my second year, so I definitely need Go to network it. and, like, talk to people. Yeah. Do you see that one happening, though? I don't even care if I win or not. I just want to do it because 
I want to put myself out there, you know, and at least I tried. And if I don't, I'll just get, like, a different position. Like, it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah. Here's the thing. When I was in college, I applied because back in the day, you know, for me it was just different. I applied for, you know, college queens. And Mm -hmm. I got it. And I got it. And it was just just so much fun to get. And I actually never really told the story ever again because I accomplished the goal and I moved on. But I wasn't. You know, when they do that yearbook every year, I, I, my picture uh-huh. is in the yearbook is, you know, uh, uh-huh. at the time, at, at the time I wasn't in a four-year college, I was in a community college, and they transferred over. I was a Bronx mm-hmm. Community College, and I was college queen. But um, I get the strength mm-hmm. card, so you definitely have the strength to participate mm-hmm. in the politics. So I have to say, mm-hmm. yes, go for it, because you are a woman of substance, and whether or not you get it, I'm not getting that answer technically, but you have the strength to go after it, and there's mm-hmm. a less. Oh, cool. <laughs> there's a there's a higher purpose in applying for that position in school is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. kind of like well, you have to do it anyway, it. whether you win or not. Like, for me to announce whether or not you're going to win might negate you even going after it. So it doesn't make sense. But they're telling me that you going after the position, that there's a life lesson in that regard. <laughs> oh, and by yeah. the way, you're not going to March, and the cause to say he shows up between now and March. So he's definitely at oh. the university somewhere. Nice. <laughs> well, I'll just see him when I go. <laughs> yes. Listen. The bottom line is enjoy school. Just yeah. enjoy it. Get your degree. You know, enjoy studying. Don't make it so big and so heavy. Just enjoy school. Be mm-hmm. and finish. Yeah. All right, Keep Erica, my eye on the prize. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your time. Keep your Bye. eye on the prize. Yes. Bye, honey. Uh-huh. Bye. Debbie. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How are you? Good. I like that last caller. She had a good head on her shoulders. And, you know, I mean, women. And so polite, women. too. Oh, my gosh. She's, she's, she's an adorable girl, and she does have a good head on her shoulders. She does have an essence, a sense of what's the type of man that she wants in her life. And she mm-hmm. does sound like she might eat somebody's jugular. Seriously, put them down. <laughs> I'm not mad at that because I think we need to be more hypercritical. Oh, yeah. I was, like, taking notes. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Let me write this down. <laughs> I went on a date the other day, and mm-hmm. the guy was, like, you know, I had a last-minute reading, and, you know, my operation is cash, and, I don't want to not make the money, and I knew this client. She was traveling, and I, you know, so they were like, Tracy, do you want to take her? I was going to leave at 6.25, but I get off at 7 Pacific, and I was like, no, tell her to come up. But I was just about to wrap up so I can be on time for this date at 7. And mm-hmm. then, um, and I purposely picked it on Thursday because TGIT is not going on right now, and I didn't <laughs> want it to mess it up on my <laughs> 
I didn't want to mess it up on my weekend because <laughs> if I did it on my week, you plan your own, huh? your dates around scandal and like yes, <laughs> yes. Because oh, if I date on my weekend, I really, really like you. So right. My my weekends are valuable. I don't care if I stay home and do nothing. I like me. Right. So if I date on my weekends, hot damn, let's do this, right? So right, I don't right, know this right. dude. I don't know this dude. And TGIF, I go home on Thursdays. There's nothing on TV. So, yeah, my dates are on Thursdays now, right? Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, I go, and then I was late, and so I guess I should have texted him when I got the call from my job, but I didn't. You know, I had to take myself back out and have a presentation. And so mm-hmm. in the middle of the reading, I look at my client, who I knew, and I was like, I need to stop. I really need to text this guy. I have a date tonight. And, of course, she was happy. She was for me. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Of course. I wonder you're looking this way and you're looking all vibrant and pretty and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I texted him at 710, and I said, I'm uh-huh. so sorry, running late with a client. He knows what he uh-huh. did for a living. And then when I was done at 715, because we were half an hour reading, I texted him, and I said, I'm on my way. I'll definitely be there at 730. And when I got there, he had already ordered for himself, mm-hmm. and he said he mm. could share. And I was like, mm. the ingredients is not anything that I want, but I'll go ahead and get my own stuff. And because <laughs> I'm a really good date, I'm a really good date. We actually wound up sitting there for like an hour, like an hour and a half, and then because I love to talk, and I also love to hear someone talk because that's how. By mm-hmm. the way, everyone. That's how you can measure somebody by what they have to say. Listen to your date. Listen. Just shut the fuck up and listen. And so, <laughs> you know, because I need to measure him, the date went on for quite some time, and then he he starts to yell at me. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? Yeah. He's like yelling? Yeah. He's oh, like, dear. I didn't appreciate you texting me when you did, and and I was like, whoa, whoa, listen, um, I actually did text. He says, no, you could have texted 645, and I was like, that's weird. An hour and a half, we were going, like, why didn't you say this in the beginning? I would have just walked out for the left. And so he calmed down. He got nice, and then we're we're outside, and he he goes, it's really funny, he goes, when am I going to see you again? In my head, I'm never. Like, never. <laughs> never. Never. You don't want to be never. with somebody that stores, that stores things up to talk about them later and ambush you. So that's essentially what he did. It's like an emotional ambush. Like, okay, I'll sit here. We'll chat for an hour yeah. and a half. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to spring on you how unhappy I am. No. Emotional yes. ambushes are not, yes. are not good. Yes. And imagine that, thank you for pointing that out. And for anybody else that's listening, it's really, really important to understand what he did and how his penis is not that important to me. Because you're right, it's an emotional <laughs> ambush. <laughs> I don't want to sleep with that. No. It, it's an emotional ambush. And that means I could be spending the, um, an immense amount of time with this guy, with this sense of energy, and I'm never going to know what I did wrong because you don't even know how exactly. to say it right away. Right. 
It's like mentioning it, mention that you, you aren't happy about it and then, or that you didn't appreciate it. Not that you're not happy about it, but that you didn't appreciate it and move on. There's no reason why are you sitting here through an hour and a half date and then bringing this on me. That's crazy. Right. And then he's like, it looked to me like you wanted an apology from me, but I didn't offer an apology. I did not say I was sorry when I owed it. I was like, well, I actually did text you. But when you did, and I was like, well, this is the reason why I text you when I did. And I actually stopped my session with my client to text you. Uh, I think he wanted an apology. He's uh-huh. weird and he's clingy, and he's uh-huh. and he's an emotional ambusher, and that's like three strikes, you're out. And like, he you don't need to talk anymore. without me. He oh yeah, that without too. me. That too. Do and you. it was like we can share. Are you kidding? No, no, no. <laughs> we'll be sharing. No, <laughs> I don't know people's oral hygiene, and that's a very very integral part of dating for me. So no, we are not going to share shit. No. I went and like, got my own that? food. Oh, I, I, I can tell you the guy I dated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, he's so I was weird. telling my coworker about my date, and he's like, Casey, you have interesting dates. And I was like, yeah, I know. I don't know if they're interesting or I tell them, I tell the best stories from them. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, is the way I tell it. <laughs> it's an interesting story. You know. Yeah, it'll be a story down the line. Like, hey, remember that one guy that was like, uh-huh. No, I'm li- I'm literally on the date thinking, I can't wait to tell this story. Like, I'm on the date, like, <laughs> writing this down. Like, I don't want to even forget this part. I'm in my phone oh. not to get this because you need Gosh. to tell this on Saturday or whatever. That is hilarious. <laughs> so what's going on? What do you want to know, Desi? Okay, I have two questions. I have a personal question, and I have okay. a celebrity question about, remember I asked you, I texted you, and I was asking you why, I don't know if you talked about this, but why um, did he slap Drake? I wanted you to know. Not, I think you may have texted story. that I may have ignored it. Never again. No, I think you did, but you were you texted me, and then you were like, I kind of don't know. And then we got into talking about how Diddy is the devil. And, <laughs> and then we oh, just talking. Oh, we really didn't get into the yeah, question. <laughs> yeah. No, just the mention of Diddy's name just makes me, like, just Carl P. is the devil. Yeah. Like, I do not like that dude. Yeah. I don't think I ever answered <laughs> it. But, you know, there was a sign, supposedly, supposedly, Diddy is a cover, he's a cover-upper, covers things mm-hmm. up, he's a liar, and he's, he's a cover-upper. Oh, yeah. He held yep. up a sign on internet, because that's how, like, girly he is, that he's a girl, and yep. he held up a sign, and he was like, Drake, stay away from my girlfriend. Really? Which girlfriend, Diddy? Which one are you sleeping with? Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> right? What is that, weirdo? I mean, and Drake... Ugh. Let's be clear. Drake is a Scorpio. Yes. All right? Drake will get the girl. Drake is a Scorpio, and he's huge. Drake mm, will get a girl. That depends on who you ask. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I said that depends on who you ask. That's relatively he's subjective. A Scorpio. <clears throat> he yeah. has the gift of 
slivering in there. He can get a girl. Yeah. He can get Diddy's girl. Yeah. Sorry. That's Sorry, true. Diddy. Yeah. Diddy is in my age bracket. So a young Drake coming along, Drake is going to mm-hmm. get that girl. Trust me on that. Yep. Diddy's true. not sexy. No. Nope. I know men in my age bracket that are sexy, not Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, to some women, the money makes them sexy, you know? The money. You know what? Who's that guy that owns the Clippers? And his money made him sexy, too. Mama Sterling? No. <laughs> <laughs> it made him sexy to be Stiviano, obviously. And nobody else. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> and it was all about the check on that. But the money was good. She was his assistant. Yeah. Really? She, yeah. She was looking for the come up. I mean, big time. So you'll put up with anything when you're looking for a come up. That's you're so like, true. look, anything not to be, not to go back to bagging groceries. Look at Karushi. <laughs> look, I'm not going. I'm not going back to Forever Twenty One to fold shirts. What did you I'm gonna put up with whatever. What did you say? You said look at Karushi. <laughs> yep. You say I'm not. I'm not going back to Forever Twenty One. I'm not going back to regular register. So look, I need to. I need to just turn over cheek. Look, look away. You know, I, will I know. Deal with this bullpup, this bipolar <laughs> man, I will deal with it. <laughs> exactly. So I'm he not going back. So, Chris Brown, I love you, Chris Brown. You are so bipolar. I think you are off your meds. I think it's time to. Readdress your cocktail, yep. and he has to be given a yep. cocktail because he flies off. He flies off. Mm-hmm. And, and I any just woman can't in imagine. her right mind would would run for the hill. I was going to say, I was going to say, I can't imagine what Rihanna actually dealt with in the beginning. Well, I think she's just as, as nutty as he is, so I think they kind of like. No doubt. Well. No doubt. But we do see I her kind of we talked about that? Crazy breathe crazy? Crazy yeah. breathe crazy. And that's exactly what that was. Well, we do crazy. see her trying to clean up her act, right? You don't notice that she's trying to appear better look, She was bored as hell spirit. in every photo. She looks so bored in every photo now. She's like, look, <laughs> I'm acting normal now. This is boring, okay? <laughs> this is what growing up is like. I'm bored. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like, how long before I can go back to crazy now? You know, let me ask the PR people when I can go on back to <laughs> acting a fool in the media. <laughs> let me ask them. Management? Sassy, <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> It's true. You know? You are hilarious. Oh, my God. Okay, so my personal question is, how long? When am I going to move out? Because this situation, I told you, my relationship with my mother is not a good one at all. Yes. And I need my own space. Because this situation, I mean, like, I'm working now, teaching now. I'm out of L.A. now. And, you feel uh, stable? Yes, I do. Yes. 
I would think that now is the time to start processing getting your own place, processing it. Okay. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So. My um, mind is already there. I'm just looking for a good time frame, like a (laughs) desirable time frame. (laughs) There's a couple of things going on here. I get a resounding yes that you're definitely going to move out. I'm getting it could take you a couple of months to do it. Yeah. To find the right place. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you could find it once you start, the minute you start, I don't care if you start in January or now, it mm-hmm. takes about six weeks to find a place and then a total of two months to be in your place. Mm, okay. Now, it could take you up to three months, which isn't a bad thing because mm-hmm. I would prefer that you take your time and understand your income and your finances before you do this. Mm-hmm. All right? I I believe that six weeks is going to be way, way, way too fast. So mm-hmm. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting two months, I'm getting two months, I'm getting six weeks, I'm getting a total of three months. Um. In your head, I do feel like my attitude, your head, I feel like there is a conflict coming along with you and your mom. I would Mm -hmm. say keep it in because the six weeks that I'm getting could be because of an argument. The three months that I'm getting is if you take your time. Now, the other thing I want to offer up, and I don't know why I'm saying this, because Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of doing anything against the parents, but they are telling me to tell you, don't mm-hmm. say anything to your mom about it. It kind of, in a weird mm-hmm. kind of way, fuels the fire. Because yeah. it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to start looking, and then she's like, oh, well, um, leave now. Do you know what I mean? Like, it works against you. If, but if she thinks, and I apologize, you know, because this is mother against daughter, so I'm not trying to set that up. But if Mm -hmm. you think that you're not going anywhere for the next three months and you actually look for a place, it's of mine. But if you say something, it works against you. Yeah, I figured as much. Now, she could say to you, you need to find your place. You need to find your place. And then you could say, I was thinking, you, you know, I just need to save some money. Like, just, just read well, the way it's going. That's the way it's going now because it's overwhelmingly positive to where she's saying, well, let me know when you want to start looking. We'll go look and I'll help you and, you know, that sort of thing. That's the attitude now. And I don't but, doubt that that's the attitude mm-hmm. now. I'm saying something's going to happen. You guys are going to have an argument and she's going to be like, leave now. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. Even if she helps you, it's going to be like, hey, this is perfect. And it may not really be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then something's going to happen, and she's like, well, that apartment's available. Take it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Right. So I would say when you're down to the final three, then you say to your mom, you know, there are three that I want to look at even if you've already looked at it, Desi. Mm-hmm. Do you want to look at these three 
with like rather than you guys go on this hunt for this apartment, there's just something that's gonna come up through the pipe that's gonna ruin it and you're gonna wind up moving faster moving out faster than you realize. Mm. Okay. So it's kinda like you do this first, get the final two or three and then pour it for your mom in. Got it. Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> Be smart like, about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I try to be smart about most everything. Uh, That's I, right. I know most you everything. Um, even to the point where I think I think about plan A, B, C, and D before That's things right. have already, you know, before things have happened already. It's like okay. Because I because I don't like the idea of not knowing or just letting things go as they are. Like I like to know ahead of right. time so I can plan ahead of time. Right. So that I I'm not see. caught in a situation where I don't have any plans. Because I've been yes. I've been in plenty of situations where I don't have any plans. Like in LA, you know. Yes. <sighs> but this this so. is actually wind up being very similar where. You might look at the first place, an argument will come out, and she's like, well, that place is available. Just go. And you're going to be like, all right, fine, I will. And that may not be the – that may be an available apartment, may not be the best place for you. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. You search sense. first, then pull your mom in, and then together you all can decide which apartment is mm-hmm. the best and why. There's grocery, it's close to school, you know, whatever the case may be. There will be – Plenty mm-hmm. of factors that you guys will definitely be able to, you know, have fun with. Okay. Can I ask you one other personal question? It's really quick. Go for it. Um, yeah. Okay. So how is my job going to go for the next semester? Because I'm starting in January, and I don't mm-hmm. feel as stressed as some of the other teachers around there, and sometimes I feel like it's going a little too smoothly. And that kind of mm. bothers me because I see everybody else going around and they're like angry and I'm just not doing that. <laughs> so. What's your sign? You're Gemini, right? Yes. Okay. Um, look up astrology zone. Astrology zone, okay. they do this monthly thing for every sign, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Geminis are in free and clear right now astrologically. I don't think there's too much that you guys are being affected by. Right. Well, you did say something before about, oh, my gosh, when I asked you about, oh, boy, and you you said something about Gemini being affected by something. Are you 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 born in May or June? June. Yeah. No. Three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know. I don't remember. I know we had a talk once about this whole astrology thing, but I don't remember mm-hmm. what I might have said about Gemini's. But hopefully it passed already, whatever it was. It might have been like I hope so. Mercury and Gemini or something like that. But it was back mm-hmm. in like May, June, or July. Remember when we had this conversation initially about the astrology sign? Yes. Check out Astrology Zone. And, okay. And she's really, really good at, you know, like helping you to manifest, like, why you act the way you do any time mm-hmm. um, monthly. So it's, it's a good place to trust and, and, and kind of own your spirit. Like, when you see mm-hmm. something in writing and she's like, listen, 
you know, uh, Leos are going to act a certain way because the moon and Saturn and da-da-da. Once you know, you can plan for it better. Um, as far as school is concerned, continue to buckle down. Continue to buckle down. You're growing and you're stretching, all right? Mm-hmm. The Three of Pentacles and the Eight of Pentacles are both work cards. Um, I kind of do see stress here, but not in the way that you're thinking. I don't think it's related to your work, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not yes. what you think. Work really uh-huh. is going fine for you. Um, yeah. I, I think in your hopes and fears, your hands are tied behind your back with some other things that are going on. Mm. Um, there is victory. <laughs> There's victory. I don't believe that there, it's going to get to the point where you are going to have to voice your opinion, voice your concern, and it doesn't come in a calm way. I feel like you have a conniption fit. I feel like you're just like, Motherfucker. Okay, is this about, yes, oh, yes, yes. about that yes, other situation? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think yeah. it's just getting to the point where you're like, I've been a great, you know, I've been holding it in. I can't hold it in anymore, and I'm just going to nail this across. Um, yes. But I also think you do it in a way where it's a complete meltdown. It feels like a spoiled child to me, like it's a meltdown. It's not I like you're not trying to do that. Well... <laughs> I think that if you, however way it goes down for you, Mm -hmm. it is effective for you. Mm, Okay. I'm not encouraging it. I'm not encouraging it. But I'm also saying, (laughs) right, if it gets to that point, you're not allowed to have any fear because it just needed to get to that point. It It needed to happen that way. It needed to happen. Um, ultimately, a blessing does come out of this. Now, when I say a blessing, <laughs> Desi, oh gosh, here we go. Yes. I mean, I mean, the rabbit dies. Something, the rabbit. Back in the day, you did a, you, they would test the rabbits for pregnancy, and the rabbit would die. I think that's an old expression or something like that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Can I say F word on there? <laughs> what the heck? Say it. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. Oh, shit. Hold on a second, girl. Okay. Hello. Oh, thank you. I got to get up out of here. It is what it is. Okay. I'm I'm so sorry for holding you. Oh, my oh, God. Don't worry about it. Don't my, worry about um, it. My Drake question, but we have established that Diddy is the devil. We've already talked about yeah. that. I don't even want to Hopefully. talk about Drake. <laughs> Diddy's the devil. Drake is trying to get sex anywhere he can. He's a young guy. Girls are surrounding him and, you know, stuff to be Diddy. He yes. picked his woman. Oh, well. Listen, right. Anybody right. else is online, I got to go. I'm really, really sorry. Join me on Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic. And if you tweet me, then I'll pick you. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason with me. All right, Desi. Take care, right. honey. All right, thank you so much. Bye. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Call me for your own personal reading, 818-985-2010. Bye.